Anyways, let's just get it started. Of course, uh, I forgot to hit the record on the podcast, so I'm doing that now. But I'm Mitch, and of course, these are the guys, Rod and Ron. Brian Bittler out today. He's going to be, he, he, uh, he's out today and tomorrow. He'll be here for the premium show uh, tomorrow, uh, the late premium show every day. He gave me his premium pick for the early show today. So Brian's covered, and, you know, he's, He's worked about a year straight on this show without missing a day. So, if he wants to be a wimp and take a couple days off, maybe spend some time with his son, so be it. Nah, I'm I'm glad he I'm glad and like I I've been saying over the past week, I think each of us are going to start taking at least a day off every two weeks or so. You know, strategically taking a day off and either having a sub or or not having a sub, but we're going to do that. Anyways, I've got these guys muted. That's why they haven't said anything. But uh, good morning, Ron and Rod. Morning. Morning. Got a pretty decent card today. We've got NBA, Major League Baseball. I'm going to guess there's NHL today. I don't even know what happened with my Mitchie Pucks play yesterday. But uh, we'll find it out when we get to the NHL. I threw my card, so I have no idea where it went. It's somewhere <laughs> on the floor over there. But, uh, yeah, I'm sporting my new pick dogs gear. Uh and this is available on the website. It's a long time coming, and um, I have to say it's not um, it's not the least expensive crap out there. That's for sure. Um, the price point to me is a little on the high side. I don't have anything to do with it, but I will also say that I've been wearing Pick Dog shirts for a long time on this show, <laughs> and I've been wearing the Pick Dogs hats. And uh, I was showing the guys. I mean, look at the difference between this hat and this hat, you know? I mean, this is a Nike Flex Fit hat. These are not cheap either, you know? And look at it compared to this trucker hat that I'm wearing. I mean, this is, like, I've worn, you get crappy trucker hats, right? That You get, like, giveaways that, remember the foam on the front and stuff? You know, and then you get, like, really nice ones like the one that I'm wearing. We have Flex Fit hats that are coming, but when they sent these, they have the strap in the back. So these are, we don't have for sale on the site but i don't know if we have these or we don't have them i don't know what they do well i guess we'll find out i could talk to talk to the guy <coughs> and, uh, see but you can see it instead of having the little pick dogs logo that you barely see it on the front of the hat you see you got the nice big pick dogs these are nice so like i said i don't just you know say it and then also you can see i got some color and we have other colors too so um, Excited to have color instead of wearing the Johnny Cash <laughs> man in black. Anyways, let's get to the NBA. Enough of the merch plug there. Snapbacks. That's this, right? This is a snapback. Trucker is a snapback, right? Yep. Yeah, this is I'm wearing it. It's on the website. Anyways, let's get to today's NBA card. It is, the NBA is just tough sledding. I could see some games here that I would give as premiums, and I'm sure they would uh, cash more maroon too. Okay. Not bad company to be in. He also he also had a pill addiction at one point in his life also. So. A lot of <laughs> Anyways. Let's get, to, let's get let's get to the game. 
Pistons. <laughs> we got the uh, Hawks and the Pacers, the Knicks and the Pelicans rematch. Um, got the Heat and the Metropolitans dropping line. I knew that one looked funny. And yep. we got the uh, Rockets and the Magic inverted line. Um, so, Ron, any of these? Yeah, I'm going to take a shot with the Miami Heat getting the points at home. You know, Miami struggled uh, recently, lost their last three games, but that was on a road trip. We know this Miami Heat team is very well coached, and I think this is a great bounce back spot. You want to fade the public and uh, the squares with the Nets here. Uh, you know, this this line opened up at around uh, five, five and a half. It's gone down to three and a half. It looks like it's going to go down to three, um, and that's even with a lot of money on the Nets. So. This is telling me that somebody's either resting for the Nets that we don't know yet, or perhaps Jimmy Butler is going to suit up. He is questionable. So I just think this is a good spot to take the the heat. Wouldn't be surprised to see them win it outright, but take the points just in case. And uh, the other game I like in that spot, it's my D-Gen bet of the day. If you have the stomach for it, you can join me. But I'm going to take the Houston Rockets on the money line. (laughs) Uh, You know, two of the worst teams in the league, two rebuilding teams with the Rockets and Magic. But... Uh, John Wall is not going to play in this game for Houston. And I think that's a good thing uh, in disguise. You know, it's going to give more minutes to the young guys. I think Kevin Porter Jr. is going to have uh, – he's going to do a lot better when he has more minutes in the backcourt. And uh, he's the main guy to go to. Uh, I think Houston just has too much talent offensively for the Magic to compete. So I'll take the Rockets money line. So um... – Looks like Jay Hap or not Jay Hap, um Steven Strasburg is a scratch here today. At least that's mm-hmm. what Bo is saying. I don't know. Unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. Mm-hmm. Rod, anything in the NBA on these games? Uh in the in this time slot, there's only one for me that I like here. Uh I like the Pacers and the Hawks to go uh over the two thirty four. Uh, the last time they've met once this year already and they hit two thirty eight. And the over is four and one the last uh, five meetings in Atlanta, and it's uh, five and two the last seven meetings between these two. Pacers play at a nice higher pace. They like to uh, run and gun, and we know the Hawks aren't uh, the greatest on defense here. So uh, give me the over two thirty four. Jay Bruce uh, retiring after the game today. Is that all, Rod? Yep, that's it. Okay. So I'm not seeing anything on the Strasburg. I am seeing action here on um, on Arizona. Let's take a look. Now I'm all interested. See on Twitter if they say anything about Strasburg. I don't know. I don't see it. Yep, he's placed on the IL with a right shoulder inflammation. Yeah, Paolo I... Espino will start. Nice. I don't have that game. Rod smiling about something. <laughs> no, I don't have that game either. Right? Must have the D backs. And it, 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 it. No, I got the over. So uh, I like the over. Go over. <laughs> I kind of like the, I like the heat here too. I'm gonna guess someone's out for the Nets for this line to be moving. That yeah, probably. Jimmy Jimmy Butler is questionable. That's the I see. That's all I see in that game. Jimmy Butler buckets is a game time decision. Yeah, well, 
line with the other. I think he plays. I'm gonna guess the decision. I think he plays. That he's playing. Yeah, Um, I think so too. I like the Magic here against the Rockets. I'm against Romanelli here. Rockets are straight dumpster fire, man. This line has inverted. I couldn't believe it last night when I was doing the video that the Rockets were favored in a basketball game. The worst record, the team with the worst record in the NBA on the road favored. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm jumping at that thing. I don't think so. The Knicks game looks funny to me now. I'm glad I didn't put that in. Um, definitely looks like a like an avoid. I like the Pacers here against the Hawks. I just think when the going gets tough, the tough get going, and the Pacers throughout the years have been one of the toughest. So out of that block, I'm going to take the Magic and the Pacers. Let's go to Ron Romanelli here with the Thunder Raptors. Got the Blazers and the Hornets, the Mavs and the Kings, and the Clippers and the Timberwolves. What would Bittler do? Ron. (laughs) Well, I'm going to take the over in that Thunder-Raptors game. Uh, The total looks a little bit like a trap, so I'd be a little wary of this one. But, you know, Thunder-Raptors, just two teams that do not play too much defense. Uh, Both teams usually giving up in the 110s per game. Uh, Both teams giving up 112 per game. Uh, You know, Oklahoma City just really struggling on the defensive side lately, giving up more than 115 in three of their last five. I just think this is going to be, I think we're going to see both teams in the 110s in this one. I also lean Thunder getting the 11.5, but I think the stronger play is on the over. And that's all I like in this window. Rod? And for me in this time window, I like uh, like the Hornets in uh, Portland to go uh, over the number. I see that uh, it just keeps coming down. It's like, I don't know why it keeps coming down, but I'm going to take the over. It's not scaring me off that. Um, give me the over in that one. The over is uh, 3-0-1, the last four meetings between these two teams. And we know how much defense Portland plays, so uh, give me the over in that one. And uh, I think that's too many points. Raptors are laying double digits. Eww. I think that's a closer game than a double-digit uh, win for the Raptors. Give me the Thunder plus the ten and a half in that one. That's just way too many points for me. And uh, I'll take the Timberwolves in the in the points as well. Uh, they've been playing some pretty good hoops uh, the last few games, and uh, I think that's too many points as well. They played once already this year, and it was a seven-point win for the Clippers. And now you're going to give me uh, nine and a half, ten. I see in some places. Uh, give me the Timberwolves. What I'm saying, taking the Timberwolves. I think this is the first time I've ever taken the Timberwolves. <laughs> I'll take the Timberwolves plus the points in that one. I have to go opposite with you, Rod, on, on those picks. I, I really like the Raptors here against uh, the Thunder. What we've seen from the Raptors this season is that either they play like absolute garbage and lose outright, or when they win, especially in games like this, 40, 50 point blowouts. I think this could be one of those 20-plus, maybe 30-point blowouts. Uh, the Thunder have that big road cover record, but not recently. It hasn't been recently. It, they've been not good at all. And the Raptors have just been a team, you know, with uh, Van Vliet playing today. and Lowry, they're going, they're going to run them up. They're going to roll them up and, and smoke them. I, I, this, we've seen this from the Raptors a few times. Where all of a sudden they they beat the Warriors like that, they beat the Nuggets like that, right? This is one of those spots. I just I just I have that feeling. It's I'm going on feel alone here. And then the same thing with the Clippers against the Timberwolves. When Kawhi is out, 
Paul George, the Paul George Clippers are a little bit more hard nosed, right? The Kawhi Clippers, <laughs> they kind of seem to get them a little bit. It, they allow the back door to be open those last five minutes of the of the of the game. But with Paul George in there, he kind of you know, it's kind of his the Paul George show is is a little bit more hardcore, and uh, I could see them really punching the, the Timberwolves in the gut in this one. You know, so I, I like that. I also like the uh, Hornets without Damian Lillard um, for the Blazers. Um, I think the Hornets bounce back here, playing themselves right out of the playoffs right now. And the Kings are just unbettable, right? I mean, they're just terrible. Good Kings, bad Kings. It's bad Kings. All right, so I got a lot of NBA as far as free picks go, but nothing on the premium side. Maybe I'll get start on this week getting back in the premium. If I hit, how about this? If I hit one, two, three. And then I have the Clippers too. So I have six picks here. If I can go four and two minimum, I'll start posting premiums in the NBA again. I've just, I we had this talk before the show. What's happening in the NBA? It's like we put in picks the night before, or the morning of, and the line is like you know, like you see the <laughs> ten or nine or whatever. Then someone says they're not playing, and then the line goes to like four, and it's like all the customers win, which is great. And then we lose. It shows your it it. It damages our record. And someone says, Miss your record stink. You know, it's like, yeah. It's like, whatever. You know, so it's like, it's, I want you guys to win. And it's like, I can't win playing that way. It's like, I can't win laying 10 points and the, and, and the line is four, you know, at the end of the day. I, I don't, I can't, the line, it's hard enough to win playing a legitimate line. <laughs> It's hard enough, man. And it's like you move the line five, six points or through zero. I mean, we've we've seen lines move 10 points in the NBA in the last two weeks. What's happening right now, and I don't Yesterday, blame the Lakers game. I Went really like what? I don't have to. I don't blame these guys. Okay. I don't blame them, but we know exactly what's happening here. There are teams that know they're in the playoffs, right? And without the without the full stadiums, they don't care as much about the home court advantage. They'd rather be at full strength. Teams like the Lakers, where it's Anthony Davis and LeBron, they know with those two guys in, that's their best chance of winning. Not being at home isn't their best chance of winning. Their best chance of winning is having those two guys on the court. So what are you going to do? Play for home court advantage or play to have those two guys on the court? They're playing to have those two guys on the court. Obviously, you need to be in the playoffs for that to work. They're already comfortably in, and you're seeing teams that are comfortably in. And what the Nets did, you know, the Nets took just a little different approach on it. And, you know, more than likely, teams that stock up on players like this, we've seen it in the NFL too, in a salary cap league, at a certain point, you will have to pay the piper, you know? It's like, at a certain point, then you have to just gut, like, they win a championship, and then gut it down to nothing, right? We see it all the time in, in leagues. And... um I think the Nets will pay the piper because the tack that they've taken is let's just have a bunch of superstars. So if Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden are all out, well, we still got Aldridge. We still got Blake Griffin. We've got, you know, yeah, we got a different, you know, former all-star team. So, you know, it's just a different way of doing it. While the Lakers are more like, well, we really want to have two good players. So we got to pay these two guys everything and then have a bunch of other guys on the team. And, you know, you need to, so that's what they're doing. And we're seeing other teams continue to do this too. I, it makes sense. And just like the Pelicans, it's like if Zion Williamson is, is banged up, right? Lonzo Ball. 
Are you going to have them play now when you're not going to make the playoffs anyway? Or do you wait for next season when, you know, you're going to have a draft pick or two. You're going to have, you know, maybe make an off-season move, bring in. Imagine, like, so the Suns went out and got Chris Paul, right? Imagine if the Pelicans got a Chris Paul, you know? That's what they need, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Chris Paul to come, or Paul George, right? (laughs) Someone like that, you know, to come in and say, this is how it's done. Imagine, like, Bradley Beal goes to the Pelicans, man. It's like, oh, my God, right? Changes the game. Changes the game, man. It's like Zion with Beal. (laughs) They go, man, right? It's like there's only one ball. (laughs) 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 But, I mean, these, these are the types of things that are likely to happen. But if Zion Williamson gets hurt playing in a game, you know, he's already injured, and he aggravates this injury, and it becomes a career nagging injury, you know? Like we've seen so many guys have the career nagging injury, the you know the worst kind, where it's like they played in a meaningless game and now they have this career nagging injury. You'd rather just heal the guys up, you know, and then you make a run at it. That's what the NBA has become. It's not like it was 15 years ago when Allen Iverson, you know, you know, they complained about his practice, but it's like you basically had to kill him if you wanted to get him off the court. I mean, I I, I remember a few years ago in baseball. You know, Jake Peavy, you know, giving up like six runs in the first inning. And the, the manager afraid to get out of the dugout to, to go and try and tell him, you know, to take him out of the game. Like, you didn't want, you know, it's like, good luck. <laughs> good luck on that one. Anyways, Ron, what are you selling today? Uh, well, today I got my Super Sunday Trio. Got my top two MLB plays and my NHL play of the day. Last seven days, I'm eight and three in the MLB, and on the season in the NHL, I'm up 400 units. So uh, catch me while I'm hot. Had a nice week this week, and uh, looking to cash these tickets, and we'll cash them together. And for me, I got uh, Supreme Sunday Five Pack. Uh, we swept the uh, MLB yesterday. The NBA has been uh, a little bit rough to us. One and two, one and two, one and two. So uh, we scaled back on it. Five packs got uh, three MLB. Two NBA best bets for the Sunday's action. Uh, golden opportunity here to crush the books and end off the weekend strong. Love these five plays today. I got five MLB plays for today. I also have um, our YouTube premium, of course. Uh, like I said yesterday, we're going to be changing the format. We're going to be eliminating the $30 level. There'll be just the $50 level, which is exactly what it is now. And then there'll be the $100 level. I'm also going to be adding a different premium show that won't be competing with the show. It'll just be a different show um, that I'm going to be doing as well. So, yeah, I'm kind of going full tilt on the YouTube. So, uh, it's uh, so someone asked about sports books. Just go to the pickdogs.com, click on uh, betting odds. And you'll see all the different sports books that, that we endorse. You can see that there. Also, we have the new Pick Dogs merch. You can see I'm in red today. Uh, maroon. I got the new trucker uh, trucker hat on. These are for sale at PickDogs.com. Um, under, we have a banner there. You just click on it. It has all the stuff. It's Pick Dogs merch. Well, Emmanuel Scott says he's not paying shit. And that's fine. You don't have to pay, you know. No, That's why we have so much free stuff. <laughs> but it's like, you know, 
I mean, we know, like I say, man, the loudest boos always come from the cheapest seats. There are some people that just want everything for nothing and bring zero to the table, like you. And, uh, <laughs> you know, just unaccountable, uh, you know, the world needs losers too. But anyways, uh, you know, it's like, it's one thing to not buy, but to be negative about, you know, people that do, it's like, it doesn't really make sense, you know? Um, I don't know. I think I think we deliver enough free and premium stuff, something for everyone. I like merch with the logo only and no pick dogs. I would buy it. Yeah, we don't have that. It's our logo. The pick dogs is part of the logo. Anyways. Oh man. Got Major League Baseball going on today. Um I don't know, seeing if anyone has any more questions. So anyways, we're eliminating the thirty dollar premium. We're gonna have the hundred dollar premium. Uh, it's a little it's going to have a lot more stuff. The fifty dollar is still gonna be the fifty dollar. It's gonna be exactly the same as what you get now. Exactly the same. At least for the time being. And if that changes, we'll let you know. The $100 will include a lot more. And then the other premium product is something that I'm working on. And that will be um, something totally different. It's basically what's that, what that's going to be. And I'll just tell you guys what it is instead. That I used to do the spread knowledge show. And basically that instead of doing the spread, instead of buying the spread knowledge software, I'm going to walk you through the top picks each day. So it's basically like buying spread knowledge, but instead of you being confused as hell, like a lot of people are looking at all this data, I'm going to walk you through the data and show you exactly why these are the top picks, why spread knowledge has them as the top picks. Whether I agree or not is going to be a different story, but it's basically going to be like buying a subscription to spread knowledge, but with being able to ask questions, right? Which everybody has questions. Everyone is this kind of a, a, a better version of spread knowledge, right? So that's what that, that's what that's going to be. And that's why it's a separate product. I've been talking to Charles and uh, I think it's, I think, I think it's a better product for him because, and you'll still be able to get the spread knowledge and have the full thing as well, you know, but for the premium show, it'll be like a walkthrough of spread knowledge, which I think is, I think is what it needs. You know, it needs, it needs like, you need a little handhold. I've, I found it, the first time I ever looked at it, I found it incredibly overwhelming. Man. Incredibly overwhelming. Anyways, let's go to Major League Baseball. We got the uh, Nationals and the Diamondbacks. Strasburg, a scratch. Got the Phillies and the Cardinals. I had the Cardinals yesterday. Got uh, the Yankees and the Rays. Andrew Kitteridge getting the ball for Tampa Bay. I don't think it really matters. Uh, and we got a doubleheader in Boston. Red Sox, White Sox. Red Sox uh, getting the best of it yesterday. What was with that uniform, though? I don't know if I like it. It must have meant boots. something. It had to have meant something. I don't know what it meant. It was, yeah, some sort of. It was just. It was odd when I the game they came. I was like, what the. Marlins Giants, which was the best game of the day yesterday. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, that and then we have the Reds and the Indians. Yeah, for the fan, and if you had the Marlins like I did, it was the best of the best. It was one of those betting games where it was like you won, but it felt like you really won because it was like you were so you're so done. <laughs> it's like twice, right? Twice. Down two runs in the in the bottom of the ninth. They 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 get it to extras. And then in extras they go down six five and have two uh two outs. And I believe two strikes. And so in a couple of those situations. Yeah, I think it was full count, right? A couple times. That's my screen. Ron, any of those games? Yeah, I'm going to take the uh, over in the Diamondbacks and Nationals game. I like the over with Strasburg in, and I like the over even more with uh, Espino in. Now you see the total at nine. You know, until Bumgarner figures it out, I'm going to have to uh, lean towards the over in most of his starts. And you got Paulo Espino, who only made two uh, played in two games last year, and before that he hadn't pitched since 2017. Uh, just a career minor leaguer kind of guy. He's 34 years old. Uh, I just think this is a bad spot for him, you know, just getting thrown right into this game. So I like, I think both teams score quite a bit of runs. I'll take the over in that one. I also like the over in the Indians and Reds. It may seem uh, obvious to take the under with Shane Bieber on the mound and, you know, Wade Miley hasn't given up an earned run all season. But this just to me sounds like both teams are going to at least put up three, four runs apiece. Uh, you know, Bieber, when he's dominant, he gives up, you know, one or two each outing, he's at 2.1 ERA. And I just think Wade Miley, this might be the spot where uh, he gets back to his former self. You know, he's looked good, but I think this is a spot where he gives up a few runs to an Indians team that's struggling offensively. So I like the under in that game. And I also like, call me uh, Brian Bittler, but I like the Yankees on the run line in this one. Uh, Garrett Cole on the mound for the Yanks. The Yankees have been embarrassing, the worst team in the American League so far this season. This is just the type of game they cannot let go. Uh, Andrew Kittridge on the mound for the Rays, and the, you know the Rays is going to be a more of a bullpen game for Tampa Bay. And this is not the same Rays bullpen we're used to seeing, as there's a lot of injuries in that pen. That just worries me a ton. I think the Yankees bats wake up, and I think they win this game by quite a bit. So I'll lay the run line with the Yankees. Right. Uh, for me in the spot, I agree. I like the Diamondbacks uh, and the Nationals to go over. You're going to see a whole pile of runs in that. Bring your glove to the ballpark in that one. Uh, <laughs> and I agree with the Indians and the Reds. I think uh, I think that total's too low. It's at seven and a half. Uh, I like the over in that one as well. Um, and I'm going to go the other way though. I'm going to take the Rays. Give me the Rays in uh, this game. I think uh, they could they can hit Cole if they 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 can get to Cole and get a couple in there and. Uh, Kittredge isn't horrible to start. I don't know how long he's going to go, but uh, in his four appearances, only a 1.69 ERA. So uh, Ray's got a fighting chance. Give me uh, the Rays and almost two times your money. I don't know about that Diamondbacks game. I'm kind of uh, on the fence with Strasburg. I don't know. This is me. I didn't get a chance to really handicap it. So I'm going to stay the hell away from it. Um, I don't know. I, I think I find it, I struggle to take it. I struggle to take a team that's you know that's two and sixteen against another team, and who's you know who's roughed up Garrett Cole a number of times um, in, over that over that time period. I struggle with it. I don't struggle with the logic. 
Um, Shane Bieber at minus 155 against Miley. I see the money moving in the, in, the, in the Miley direction. And we did see, you know, we did see the Reds come back on the Indians yesterday. And, man, I, I had two games yesterday that I really should have, I really wanted to give out as premium picks, and I didn't. And both of them, of course, hit. One was the Reds against the uh, Indians, and the other was the Rays against the Yankees. Both I gave out as free picks on the show. Um, but I don't know. It's like <laughs> I'm going to take the Indians here. I, I know that uh, I, I know it looks like a square as hell play. I don't care. I, I like cashing. It's it's just seems pretty easy, you know. And I also like the White Sox with Keuchel against the Red Sox. I think the Red Sox got lucky yesterday. They got absolutely lucky in that game. Dylan Cease just doesn't look like the same guy that we saw at the beginning of last season. He just hasn't. It's like he's lost some velocity or something. He's lost that movement on the fastball. I'm not really sure what it is, but he doesn't look to be the same guy. He looks, he's too high up in the rotation too, you know, now for the, for the White Sox. He needs to be the number five. Yeah. They have too many good pitchers on the staff for him to be up there. And a matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they sent him down. Or maybe to the bullpen. I, would, I think they're going to send him down. The, the White Sox bats were there, you know, and they were certainly, yeah. like the final score was not an indication of, of the game. So the, the, um, I, the, the uniforms makes total sense. It was, it's Boston strong. It represents the, the marathon. So I don't know if there's a Boston marathon or not, but it's normally the third Monday in April. So it would be this Monday coming up. Um, it's Marathon Day in Boston. I went to school in Boston, so I know uh, that third Monday in April, they kind of shut down the city for, for Patriots Day, and they, they run the marathon. It's just a big, big party. Good times. Um, and, you know, of course, the Boston Mar- Marathon tragedy. So it makes sense. The Boston, Boston Strong is the color of the Boston Marathon. So I don't know if they're, if they're playing the marathon game tomorrow. Normally, on Marathon Day, the Red Sox play at 10 a.m., Eastern time. Yeah, hmm. they are. 11.10 a.m. It's Giolito and Ivaldi at 11.10. The thought process there is as the game is letting out, the runners are coming through Kenmore Square, which is the 26-mile mark of the Boston Marathon. Not the leaders. The leaders are long gone by then. But, like, you know, the marathon goes – It's it, the marath- if marathon's gone well beyond the, the – the Kenyans, you know, <laughs> it, goes, it goes for a very long time after the Kenyans finish in 15 minutes. You know, those are like guys <laughs> finishing two hours. The bulk of the people are finishing in, you know, three to six hours. So when the game lets out, you know, you have 40,000 people or mm-hmm. less that pour right into Kenmore Square, which is where Fenway Park is. And then you have, you know, the bulk of the runners coming through. So it's like more people to cheer them on. It's kind of like a... It's all that. That's why they play that game at that time mm. every single year. And, I never knew that. Oh yeah, I've been to mm. many of those games. Many, many. Um, good times. The Red Sox don't necessarily fare well on Marathon Day. Keep in mind. Mm. It says October eleventh marathon game this year. What is? It says uh, that's what they're telling me. That's what I'm seeing in the chat. Oh, the Boston Marathon is on October 11th? Yeah. But the game is tomorrow is at 11, 10 a.m. Yeah. So, 
it is, you know, it's still played as the marathon game. Yeah. Regardless of when the race is. Anyways, I like Keiko and the White Sox here against Tanner Houck. All right, we got the Royals and the Jays. Got the uh, Brewers and the Pirates. Got the Rangers and the Orioles. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you who's dead to me is the Texas Rangers. Got the... Uh, I, I took out the Reds and put in the Rangers yesterday. You want to talk about kicking yourself. Ouch. Got the uh, Rockies and the Metropolitans. The A's and the Tigers. Any of those, Ron? Yeah, I'm going to take the over in the, the Mets-Rockies game. Might seem square, but, you know, Marcus Stroman is a pitch-to-contact pitcher. And when you pitch like that in Coors Field, the ball can travel quite a bit. Uh, he doesn't really miss too many bats. He's not a strikeout guy, and that's where you get into trouble when you're playing in Colorado. And then you got Antonio Sensatella on the other side. He has a 7.07 ERA. That's because he's faced the Dodgers twice, and they've roughed him up both times. But even still, I don't trust him at all at home in this spot either. I think both teams are going to score plenty of runs. Um, I, I also lean to the Rockies on the money line. I just think that this is kind of like a 50-50 coin flip when you're getting uh, plus 160 on your money. Um, but I, I do like the over in that game. I also like the Tigers on the money line. Uh, not, not a big fan of Matthew Boyd, but he's done a decent job this season, 2-1 with a 1.86 ERA, a nice 1.09 whip. Uh, I think this is the spot that the Tigers pull off the upset um, and, and salvage the series after losing the first three games. Chris Bassett, not impressed with what he's been doing this season either, has a pretty high whip, uh, giving up 15 hits in 16 innings with eight walks and two home runs. I just don't trust him in this spot. So I'll take the Tigers on the money line, getting plus 125. Uh, for me in these ones, I'll take uh, the Royals. Uh, I'm going to fade Robbie Ray all year. Um, I'm a Jays fan and root, root for him, but I, this guy's bad. <laughs> this is this is guy's bad. Waste of money. Bad. Give me Kansas City. Brady Singer's not anything prize jam either, but I'll take the Royals at this spot. Uh I think they get the win over the Jays in that one. And uh, I like the Orioles. John Means on the mound. Kyle Gibson. And we got a low-scoring game in that one as well. But uh, I like the Orioles better than the Orioles. And uh, I think the Mets kicked the snot out of the Rockies here today. Give me the Mets on the run line in that one. And uh, I'm going to go the other way. I think Oakland uh, comes in and whoops up uh, Matthew Boyd. Matthew Boyd is yet to... Uh, Beat, beat Oakland uh, in his career. He has not had success. And Oakland uh, loves hitting lefties. They just love it. They, uh, they thrive on that. So uh, give me Oakland. Kick the snot of the Tigers again. Hey. Yep. yep. Okay, well, the money suggests differently. Um, common sense says take the Brewers here. It's a lot of money to be laying with Freddie Peralta, but he has been on fire. I don't play fantasy baseball, but my guess is he's the, uh, so far, he's the value pick of the year. Because I know in <laughs> fantasy, they love, like, ridiculous, meaningless stats. And it's like, they love, so strikeouts probably count for a lot. And he is oh, yeah. throwing a ton of them. Um, so, I like Peralta. It's, it's just, fantasy sports is just so stupid. It's like, um... 
you know, the guy will have three strikeouts in an inning. Yeah, but he gave up, you know, 16 runs in between, you know. It's like, yeah, but he had three strikeouts. God. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand fantasy sports. I'm going to guess baseball is probably a lot better than football. It's a grind. I'm sure it's a grind, but it's like, I mean, the only, I played in I played once in baseball, and it was just the dumbest thing ever. It was like, <laughs> you you like if it's a 162 game season, you should only get 162 starts for your second baseman. You should only get 162 starts for your first baseman. You can only get this. It's guys that like are playing the schedule like with this stupid thing. It's like this is not even. I just stopped playing like after like a month. It was like. This guy's just, I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's not even, you know, it does. it's not anything. It's like, oh, because this guy, he's only got four games this week, and this guy has six games this week or whatever. If you have a second baseman, you should get 162 starts for your second baseman. You should get 162 starts for each position player, right? That's the way it should work. 162 pitching starts, 162, you know, relief, possible relief appearances, 162. It's like, how is it, you know, it's just dumb. It's just a stupid game. It's kind of like, it's just, you ever just sit there, you ever play any kind of like board game or card game? It's just stupid, you know? <laughs> it's just, and that's how I felt playing fantasy baseball. Fantasy football is worse. Fantasy football is worse than that. What a stupid game that is. It's like, yeah, defense doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. So the, right. teams with, so the teams with the top five defenses have won the Super Bowl like the last 35 years, right? Or 50, last 50 years, you know, more than that. Yeah, that last 60 years. For, <laughs> it's like, counts for so few points. Yeah, it, mount, so it means nothing. <laughs> yeah. Ray, that's why Ray Lewis won the MVP of the league as team won the Super Bowl. I'm sure he had like four fantasy points that season. Or like a nose guard, right, that doesn't make any tackles or sacks or anything, but he occupies three blockers, right? He's meaningless. It's like, it doesn't matter, right? Like Vince Wolfirk, right? He didn't help the Patriots win those Super Bowls. You know, he didn't make everybody around him better, right? When he's op- occupying three blockers and you have like some Teddy Bruschi or something who runs around unblocked all day. Oh, he's awesome. Teddy Bruschi's unbelievable. It's like, yeah, no one's blocking him. You got three guys blocking one guy. It's like, Believe me, imagine no one blocked Ray Lewis. What that would look like, you know? <laughs> or no one blocked Wolfirk. I mean, one of my favorite players of all time is Wolfirk. And I am, I'm a non-Patriot person because he's a hurricane. My favorite was when they recruited him. I tell this story all the time. The Georgia coach in the Georgia-Florida All-Star game said, first we tried to just single block him with our All-American. Then we tried to double team him. Then we tried to triple team him. Then we just gave up. <laughs> it's like it's like we just simply had no chance. But uh anyways, these games I'm on the Brewers here with Freddie Peralta. Back to fantasy baseball talk. That's how we got into it. Peralta strikes out a bunch of guys. He's not bad though. He's he's pitched this is a career start to a season for him. Um yeah, I like the over in that Rockies Mets game. Marcus Stroman. <laughs> you, you want to pay minus one sixty five or Marcus Stroman on the road? I said, be my guest on that one. Um, I like the I like the Orioles here. It's a straight play against the Rangers. They're dead to me. 
I don't even understand how they lost that game yesterday. Dunning was outstanding, man. And uh, I don't know. It's like the managerial decisions. If you have a pitcher that, if you have a relief pitcher, right, you have a guy on second base with nobody out. So you have a guy on second base with nobody out. You bring in a reliever that hitters are hitting 250 against. Pretty good chance that guy's going to score, right? So, pretty, the numbers say you bring in this guy, that guy's going to score. Why would you do it? <laughs> unless you got the other side. Unless you got action on the other side. There's no <laughs> other reason to do that unless you have action on the other side. I'm not betting on the Rangers anymore because someone's got action on the other side. <laughs> It's not an accusation. It's just an observation. I also like the A's against the Tigers. I know yesterday I had the Tigers and Romanelli had the A's. Today we're going to flip-flop it. We're going to take the A's. I'm not betting it. Just saying it. We got the uh, Astros against the Mariners, the Padres. Blake Snell is going to try and pitch again up against the Dodgers. Lasted uh, two-thirds of an inning last time out. That Pittsburgh shellacking. Got the... Uh, Red Sox and the White Sox, part two. Ooh, Martin Perez being wheeled out the lefty against the White Sox at minus 112. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. And then you got uh, Alex Cobb and Jay Happ. That game is postponed. What's up in L.A.? COVID? <clears throat> Let me see. COVID. COVID? Oh, COVID. COVID. Yeah. What team? Angels or Angels twins? or twins? One of them. Twins, I think. And then you got... Kyle Hendricks and Bryce Wilson tonight at Wrigley. On any of these? Um, do you see a picture for the White Sox listed? No, nope. I can't find one. Game two, no. no. TBD. I'm well, down with TBD. Yeah, you yeah, know I'm me. down with TBD too. I fade Mar- Martin Perez anytime I can. It's so, potentially Lance Lynn. Oh, if it is, you know, even if it's Mitch, let's take the White Sox. I, I Martin Perez is just. Bad, 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 bad. And the White, these, the White Sox are the type of team to really hurt him up. So I like the White Sox. Even if they win game one, I think they win game two. Um, and then I also like the Mariners getting plus money. Uh, you know, Jake Odorizzi on the mound for uh, Houston. <clears throat> he was roughed up in his first three innings uh, with his new team and gave up three home runs. Uh, this is just a total value spot. Take the plus money with the young Mariners. Uh, I think they get the job done. Right. And for me, I like uh I'm with you give me the White Sox. I'm down with T B D too and now in the in game two of the of the White Sox in Boston. Uh no matter who pitches, Martin Perez has yet to win as a member of the Red Sox at Fenway. All righty. And uh Houston, and the Astros and Mariners, I like that to go over. Um both pitches aren't that good. Uh we're gonna see some runs in that game. Give me the over in the Houston and the, and the Mariners game. So Marcus Stroman, and, someone saying Marcus Stroman has a .71 ERA. Yeah, not a course he doesn't. You say he started the year off. He's been strong. Looked good. And he's been good in his career at course, but I just think this is a bad spot for him. And as I interrupted, Rod, go ahead. Sorry. And I like the Braves on the money line over uh, Kendricks at home. Uh, I know the Cubs got the win yesterday, and I'm going to take uh, the Braves here today. I think they rough them up. Bats get going. 
I like the Mariners against the Astros. Jake Odorizzi's garbage, man. He's like a four-inning pitcher now. He throws so hard, he, he tires himself out. It was kind of like I gave out the Brewers as the premium pick on um, yesterday for, in the late show. And I was a little worried because they looked tired running around the bases in the first inning. I thought they were going to gas themselves out, you know, because they scored what, five runs in the first. They were like, they were like, show the guys in the in the dugout. They're like breathing heavy, sweating. It's like, man, these guys have been really running around the bases. It's like, man, they're going to wear themselves out. I don't know, man. I I like the Padres to salvage one. Last night was, I mean, that diving catch to end the game. I think that um, I think when Kershaw walked to walk in, that ended up being the winning run in that game. I think the Padres came a little unglued there. To be honest with you, I, I think Darvish did. You know, I think he couldn't believe it. I don't know how you get to a three-two count with a pitcher at the plate. I don't understand why you don't just throw. Yeah. You know. I don't, Even though he's a good hitting pitcher, it doesn't matter. You can't get to that count with him. No, you can't. You can't get. Why? I don't understand. They do this all the time. They get to an 0-2 count to to a batter, and then it's like they throw two, three garbage pitches. It's like I can understand one or two to get him to chase, but you know, you throw some, paint the corners, man. It's like I don't remember Greg Maddox throwing balls into the dirt like this. You know, Greg Maddox would just that guy would be 0-2. He would just freeze him. You know. <laughs> Because they would be expecting him to throw one in the dirt. He'd just paint the corner and be like, yikes. They'd look at him like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that was filthy. <laughs> it was just unfair. Rick Maddox thinks he's got to be a top 10 all-timer. Yeah, I like the uh, I like the Cubs here. I'm a non-Cubs fan, that's for sure. Most people know I hate the Cubs, but... Um, I'm going to take him in this spot with Hendricks. Hendricks generally lights out at home. He was bad his first outing of the year at home, but then on the road where he's generally bad, he pitched like four hitter, right? Shut out four hitter. So I expect him to come back here against a light hitting Braves team. Just get it done. Take the Cubs, which is rare for me to say. It's hard. It's difficult. But I said it. I don't feel better about myself, but I did say it. Take, uh, go to the NHL. Where's Bittler? I heard one, where's Bittler? Not one. I didn't talk bad about the Mets. I... I was on the Mets several times. I just think that betting, whatever, I just said when I bet, I didn't talk back. I bet, if you look at my premium picks, I was on the Mets several times. And, um, you know, I, this is what I said. I said, every time I bet on the Mets, I feel like I have a gambling problem when I'm watching the game. <laughs> That's all I said. It's like, I bet on the Mets, it's, and I watch the game, and I'm like, I might have a problem. You know, I might seriously have a problem. It's like, why do I do this to myself? And the Marlins are kind of getting me there, too. The Marlins are kind of getting me there, too. I don't know. It's like, you, ever, you know, it's like certain teams and certain games. And it's like, why did, kind of, why did I do this? Right? I don't know. 
And the Knicks are that way too. Sometimes, like last year, it's like the Knicks are the same thing. It's like, oh man, what's the matter with Mitch? Got to be betting the Knicks again. Anyways, got the Bruins and the Capitals. You got the uh, Devils and the Rangers, the Sabers and the Penguins, and the Ducks and the Vegas Golden Knights. Ron, anyone care about any of these games? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to take a shot with the Bruins. You know, they're playing real good hockey. Totally embarrassed the Islanders in their last two games set back-to-back at home. Uh, and now they look like they could make a chase for the second or third, maybe even the first spot in the division um, as they are just on a roll. Uh, they're going to have a lot of revenge in this one after the losing to the Caps 8-1 last time out. This is a great revenge spot, and you see the Bruins are minus 145 favorite. Uh, that line just keeps rising and rising. So I like the Bruins on the money line in that uh, window. And for me in that window, I like uh, I like the Bruins on the puck line. I think they win this game by uh, two goals or more. Um, Tuka Raskin, that he's going to shut this uh, Washington team down. Uh, Washington team, yeah, sure, their record is a little bit miscued. They played some... Uh, a lot of low-level Buffalo teams, how many times? And Devils, how many times? And they haven't played a team like the Bruins team here. They're not going to get no easy uh, easy play from the Bruins. Uh, I think they're going to get beat. I, I got this like a 4-2, 5-2 game. Give me the Bruins on the puck line in that one. And the Rangers will just keep rolling. They, they're a solid team, uh, and they're going to beat up the Devils again. Give me uh, the Rangers on the puck line uh, Beat them up good, and and the Sabers I now I'm gonna have Tatarski again in in goal. You <laughs> have to play back to back. I don't even know who they're gonna have in net, but give me the Penguins on the puck line in that one. Uh, last little three team parlay. Take the Bruins on the puck line, Rangers on the puck line, Penguins on the puck line in these early games. I'm not touching the Ducks game. I like the Capitals on the puck line there. I think it's a hot diggity dog. I I. Th- they're just a good puck line team on the road, and the Bruins are a lousy puck line team at home. Just on that angle alone, way too much value at minus two thirty-five to pass up. Good, uh, <laughs> I'm sure, if you shop it, you can get minus two fifty. Let's see how. Let me check it out. I it's, might be able to get two fifty. Well, right. <laughs> it, it might. It might not be there because it's too good to be true. Oh, it's only two eleven. There you go. Too Too good to be true. Caps, puck line. Book it. Got uh, the Flyers and the Islanders. Got the Canucks are back on the ice here against the uh, Maple Leafs. And that's it. Oh, the late game is postponed. Wow. So it's just those two. Yep. Not too much value in this, but got to take the Maple Leafs on the puck line. Uh, this is just a miserable spot for the Canucks to be in the first game since March. Uh, you know, Maple Leafs on a three-game losing streak, frustrated Maple Leafs team coming in against a, a Canucks team that wasn't playing good before their COVID break. They lost 5-1 and 4 nothing to the Jets before they went on the break, and now they're going to take on this Maple Leafs team that's lost three in a row. Just think it's a bad spot for Vancouver. So I'll lay the puck line, uh, maybe even I'd lay two and a half if you can get more value there uh, with the Toronto Maple Leafs. For me, I think uh, I think I think people are going to think too much into this uh, 
COVID thing. They've been playing and skating and playing and skating. They're probably getting antsy as heck to play a hockey game and ready to hit something hard. So uh, I think the Leafs might be in trouble in this spot. Uh, I think they might get hard. You're going to give me plus 290 with the Canucks? <laughs> Off a Leaf team who have not played good at all the last three games? Uh, and you're going to put in Campbell, who's looked like a hot diggity dog, <laughs> you know what, on his own? You get about three goals in the first period. Uh, I could easily see that happening. Canucks have been solid at home. I'm going to take Canucks here on the money line as a nice upset uh, here on Sunday night over uh, the Maple Leafs. Give me the Canucks. I like can't, the... can't, can't knack that value. I like them on the puck line, the Canucks. Yeah, even the plus one and a half. I think there's just a little better. I think the, I I don't I don't love plus money the, there too. Um, I don't love them to win, but I do like them at least on the puck line here. Maybe they win, but on the puck line, there actually is some value there. All right, it's parlay time. Rod, lead us off. What do you like? I like uh, take the Orioles on the money line, take the Pacers game over the number, and take the Timberwolves plus the points. I'm going to take the Miami Heat getting the points, the Boston Bruins on the money line, and I'll take the New York Yankees laying the run line. I'm going to go with the uh, Raptors. Clippers and the Indians. Raptors, Clippers, Indians. Okay, recap time. Let's do it. Rod, show us the way. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, sorry. I messed it up. I messed it up. I always do that. I always do that. Instead of changing scenes, I just change it within this one. It's a whole rigmarole here. There we are. Wow, my lighting is bad with this red background. I should switch to blue too. What does that do for me? It makes me look wrong. What the hell? We can fix it later. Let's go. Let's see. Now I've lost Rod. There we go. All right, Rod. Show us the way. All right, we're going to go with the and start with the NBA. I like the Pacers game over the total. Uh, I like the Hornets game over the total as well. And uh, give me the uh, Timberwolves plus the points in that in that one. Uh, MLB, we're going to go the Tampa Bay Rays on the money line over the Yankees. The Diamondbacks game over nine. The Reds game over the number. Uh, I like the Giants on the money line. The Orioles on the money line. I like the Mets on the run line. I like Oakland money line for the nice big sweep in that one. I like uh, the Astros and the Mariners over the total. Uh, I also like the Braves on the money line. And hockey, we got the Boston Bruins on the puck line. Pittsburgh Penguins on the puck line. New York Rangers on the puck line. And uh, the Vancouver Canucks on the money line. And my parlay, take the, uh, the Orioles money line, the Pacers over the number, and Wolves plus the points. I'm Romanelli. All righty. We'll start in the NBA. I took the Miami Heat getting the points. I took the Houston Rockets on the money line and the over in the Toronto Raptors, Oklahoma City Thunder game. In Major League Baseball, I have the Yankees laying the run line. I have the over nine in the Nationals Diamondbacks game. 
have the over in the Indians and Reds game. I have the over in the Mets and Rockies game. I have the Tigers on the money line, and I have the Mariners on the money line. And in the National Hockey League, I have the Boston Bruins on the money line and the Toronto Maple Leafs laying the puck line. My three-team parlay is the New York Yankees laying the run line, the Bruins on the money line, and the Miami Heat getting the points. Hi. I'm sporting the new Pick Dogs gear available under the uh, at the website if you click the banner. It's the new trucker hat. And in the maroon shirt, I have other colors and stuff that we've been wearing on the show. I have hoodies, all kinds of stuff. Anyways, got the Magic Pacers, Raptors, Hornets, Mavs, and Clippers in the NBA. If I go four and two today or better, I'm going to start posting premium NBA. If not, I'm going to continue to bow out until at least the playoffs when we know who's playing. Um, Indians, White Sox, Brewers, Orioles, A's, Cubs in baseball. I got the Capitals on the puck line. I think I were paying minus 235 for that thing, but I feel good about it. And then, shamelessly, feel good about it. And then I've got the uh, Canucks on the puck line as well, also known as the Canucks. My parlay is the Raptors, Clippers, and the Tribe. Bring the guys back in. Do I do this and that? I lost everyone. There we go. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Um, appreciate each and every one of you. Of course, we'll be posting the premium show. Bittler sent me his pick, so I have that. I'll be reading it off on the show. Um, and, of course, let's make it a winning day. We'll see you guys um, tomorrow, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think it's just me and Rod. It's a two-man booth. Have a great day. Unless maybe maybe I could round someone up to join us. All right.